What's up, my island people? Welcome back to the Dear Caribbean Parents 2.0 podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to discussing the good, the bad, and the ugly of Caribbean parenting. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing what goes on in this house stays in this house. What goes on in this house stays in this house. Oh, this phrase is so popular in the Caribbean. And I touched a little bit on it in our previous episodes, talking about um, not giving your child the right or the ability to basically talk about certain things that is happening in the home. And for many Caribbean homes, unfortunately, there is a lot of sexual abuse that takes place in a home. And children can't speak out against these injustices that are taking place against them. Number one, the parents, majority of the times, don't believe the child. Number two, the child is living in such a, a sense of fear and shame that they don't want to talk about the things that is happening, especially if it's a close relative. It's a grandparent, a brother, a sister, you know, a cousin. The child may not want to talk about these things to their parents, but it's, in, it's important that parents give their children the opportunity and the space to discuss everything that is happening in their life. Let's first discuss the idea where Caribbean parents, we don't give children the ability to go talk about simple things, simple things that is happening in their life. Number one, Caribbean parents, oh my Lord, the names that we give to the private parts, the real names of their private parts, you need to let the girl know that's a vagina, we need to let the boy know that's a penis. We can't go around with these cute little names that we are giving to the private parts and then the teachers in school are telling them different things and at home they're hearing a different. So they don't know what you're talking about when you're giving them all these cute little parts. Give them the proper names and the proper context for their parts. Teach them that nobody is supposed to be touching their private areas and if anyone touches their private area, come to you. And if and if your child do come to you and say, Mom, Dad, this is what uncle did, this is what cousin did, this is what brother did, please don't just brush it off as it's something in the child's imagination because the majority of the time children don't make up these things where are they gonna come all of a sudden you know making up this idea that somebody touched them you know you believe the child and you investigate what is taking place behind the situation when in episode one we talk about big people not lying and this is where the crusp of it starts a lot of times where parents don't believe their children when they say that a relative or a neighbor or somebody is touching on them. And it leaves the child feeling vulnerable because basically they have no help from mommy and they have no help from daddy. So what are you going to do? especially if it's a very close relative. And these things are hush-hush in the Caribbean household. We tell children what goes on in this household stays in this household. And it's the idea that says it's nobody's business what is taking place in your house. And I agree to an, a, a certain extent that certain things that, you know, that is happening in the household shouldn't be discussed on the outside. But when it comes to sexual abuse, 
abuse, when it comes to emotional and mental abuse, these are things that children need to talk about. These are things that children need to find a safe space to talk about these things. And unfortunately, there are too many statistics of this happening in our Caribbean households where things are just swept under the rug. A girl gets molested by her father and even becomes pregnant by her father. And it's such a shame. Basically, the whole community knows, but the, the families take access to say it never happens. Uh, a young girl at 12, puberty happens and emotions start happening. Hormones start taking place in the body. You know, your body starts feeling a, different, a little differently. And so it's curiosity. They want to explore their bodies and they want to explore what is happening. They are beginning to see boys differently. And oh my gosh, it's such a crime for the girls. The boys is like, oh, it's a macho thing for the boys, right? Like, especially for the male. The, the man is like, yeah, my, my boy, he's a man. Like, he's a ladies man. But oh, the little girl. If the older little girl only looks at a boy or even talks about a boy, they want to break her back. And the parents are like, oh, you're smelling yourself and all these different things we say to children when they're becoming of age when the you know, puberty sets in but a lot of times these children they grow up so fast because they have already experienced a level of sexual activity in their homes uh, with some neighbor that the parents have no clue about uh, the parent know about but they are so ashamed about it that they don't want anyone to know right and so it's the idea that says what happens in this household stays in this household and therefore you have a little teenage girl and she's become very fast as we say in the Caribbean promiscuous and you want to have ask this child what happened to this child all of a sudden no you have to look back within that child growing up was there a place in that child's life where something took place and they tried to explain it to you and you didn't want to believe them was there a time in that child's life where they were acting strange and acting out of out of character but you basically didn't um recognize what was taking place so these are the questions that as parents you gotta ask yourself questions man and start with the saying like we pass this on for too many generations like what happened in this household stays in this household like that was passed on from my my grand great grandmother to my grandmother and from my grandmother to my 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 parents and now well i don't have any kids but i see it being passed on like like everything is hush hush and secrecy in in caribbean households like why are we like this like why we need to discuss things out in the open the only way we can find solutions to the problems that exist in many of our caribbean household is by um having frank discussions and a lot of times i still see where a lot of parents, they still can't even say the word sex. They still can't even look at their child and call the child's private parts by what it is. They prefer to call it um, simple pet names. Like, we calling them by pet names. Like, what's up with all these different pet names? Like, call the thing by what it is. There's no shame and there's no disarming in letting your child know what their body parts is. And letting your child have an appropriate conversation and having appropriate conversations um, about sex with your children. 
these are things that we need to get out in the open. I know my mom talked to me about certain things with sex at nine years old, but still, what she told me still wasn't compared to what I should have already known. Like, you know, we don't tell children about the bodily discharge that's going to happen in puberty. Why are we so embarrassed? You Like, the more you prepare your child for this world, is the more they're going to be able to navigate everything that is happening in and around their lives but when you keep certain things top secrets then they're gonna they go out there and they explore because they are curious hello in puberty your body your hormones just go in overdrive for whatever reason you have no idea what is taking place and your parents surely aren't telling you anything and therefore it, the most thing they tell you is don't go and play play with boys especially for the girls like don't go and play with no boys like um so I have brothers, and now I can't play with my brothers because my brothers is, a, is boys. Uh, I have a friend in school, and I can't talk to him. I'm afraid to talk to the boy in school because he's a boy, and mommy and daddy says, you know, don't talk to boys, you know. But you're not explaining the reason why you're saying certain things. You're just putting out these vague, these vague phrases out here and expecting your children to pick sense out of nonsense. And that's why when you say what goes on in this household stays in this household is a very dangerous concept to teach your children. Yes, there are private things that should not be happening, you know, should not go outside the confines of your home. But when it comes to sexual abuse, if your child can find a safe space in an adult to talk about certain things because they can't talk to you, allow that child to have that conversation with a, a safe adult because because you never know. That adult could then come to you and explain to you what that child can't articulate to themselves. You know, a lot of times children, when they are experiencing trauma, they, they draw those experiences in pictures. And you look at them and they give you the picture and you ask them, um, oh, what is this picture about? And they say, that's the monster. That's the monster. Majority of times, the monster is somebody who's not treating that child right it may not be sexual abuse but it could be that somebody in that child's life is appearing to be the the evil person in that child's life so because they can't articulate what is happening they drew them and they drew them as a monster because that's what they know from watching television cartoons and hearing stories the, the monster is always the bad guy so these are the things the little cues that children sometimes they they dish out and they put out there but a lot of times as adults we miss these cues we miss these cues and and so a child is caveated themselves can't say anything to anyone god forbid i go out and tell the neighbor or tell somebody some other family member what is happening in the house like i'm being abused like why do you want that to be kept a secret and in the caribbean it's it's a it's a thing it's a huge statistics in the caribbean where children are just abused and majority of the times this abuse comes from even the pa from family members it comes from 
the 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 brother it come from the sister and especially if it's from a brother or a sister in the house you don't want that getting out so you try to keep it on the down low hush hush but what that is doing is it's damaging the child's psyche is it's damaging the person that ultimately your child is gonna grow up to be in adulthood they're gonna remember all these different things and if they don't get therapy because there's not such a thing as therapy in the Caribbean getting therapy in the Caribbean is looked down upon is frowned upon because people who get therapy are crazy and that is not true but these are the things that some of the mindsets that we we need to stray away from because children needs an outlet to talk they need an outlet in order to vocalize what is taking place in their lives and if we constantly stuff their voices and keep them from not speaking we are growing up a generation of children again who become toxic adults because situations took place in their young life they they were not allowed to speak about and now in their adulthood you know everything is manifesting because they come across a situation that triggers a memory from their childhood and they go off mentally some people go off mentally some people you know they break down within themselves some people become paralyzed in their thinking and they can't move forward because they are stuck at this childhood stage i wrote my book called cage your scars his purpose because i i was stuck out of stage in my life at nine years old where i felt like my father didn't love me and so because of that i never opened up myself to receive you know the love that was around me because of that one little thing that happened to me where i figured that my dad didn't love me now imagine a child who was sexually abused mentally abused or emotionally abused even physically abused imagine that child growing up now and don't have a safe space to talk about the things that is on their heart imagine that child becoming an adult and becoming a parent now and they are parenting from what they saw as a child and what they saw from a child was very toxic it wasn't healthy and so these children they grow up and they carry on the same cycle of abuse that was passed on to them because that's all they know because no one gave them the space or the ability you know to talk about the injustice was that was taking place in their lives so we need to give children the, the space and the ability to talk about every and all thing that is happening in their life what is happening in their life at the moment and stop saying to your children what goes on in this household stays in this household give your children the ability and the freedom to talk about what is taking place in their lives because sometimes you don't have the answer for what is taking place in the life of a child and if they can discuss it with someone outside maybe a teacher or a mental health professional they're not gonna get the help that they necessarily need because no one is there to oversee that process so as adults what goes on in this household fine if you if you want to say what goes on in this household stays in this household fine pick the topics that need to stay in those households there are situations that we need to draw away from this thinking that you know nobody need to know your business and sometimes even you as parents you need the help you're basically breaking down malfunctioning mentally and 
because you told your children what goes on in this household stays in this household. The children, they can't help you because they're young. Their mindset haven't developed and processed to certain things. So they can't say, oh, mommy is having an issue. They can't talk about these things because why you already told them what happened in this household stays in this household. And so you're forcing your children to go to school to lie because sometimes teachers recognize um, a child is acting differently and they ask the child, well, what is taking place? What is happening? Uh, because the child has been threatened basically with this phrase, they lie. So you're basically teaching your children how to tell lies. Again, the smallest things that we do and think we are doing it to protect ourselves and to save face as as um, adults, you're teaching your children the opposite. Teaching them how to tell lies to get out the situation so now we come to the stop look and listen in the podcast what are we going to stop doing basically we're going to stop doing the things that we were talking about this whole episode stop telling your children what goes on in this household days in this household it's not healthy give your children the space and the ability to talk about things I understand why you may not want your children to talk about certain things because it's very embarrassing if a relative of yours, a close relative, a husband, a wife, a brother, a sister, a grandfather is molesting your child. It's embarrassing. We don't want to talk about these things. Like who, why would someone do such a thing? So you can't comprehend that someone will do these things and therefore you, you don't investigate. I was looking at a video yesterday and in this video, was a skit the little girl her mom's boyfriend came over and he bought this little girl a big huge teddy bear and he was giving it to the little girl and the little girl she didn't want to take the teddy bear and the mom is like why you don't want to take it take it from the man take it and the little girl is like no and the mom said she has to go somewhere and the guy said oh it's cool i can watch the girl or whatever and as soon as the guy said that the little girl's behavior changed she started asking her mom can i go with you can i go with you to the store and the mom said no why you want to go to me with the store stay home so she's like please mom can't and the mom is like no like you, what's wrong with you all of a sudden and when i was looking at this video i was like no the mom can actually see that the girl is acting funny all of a sudden but yet she, she still hasn't picked up on the clues that the child started acting this way when the man came into the house the mom left and when the mom left the guy took off his shirt and he started approaching a girl telling her these things that was not appropriate for a man to be telling a child and the girl get up from where she was and she walked away and she picked up like a glass and she told him that she will hit him with it and she will tell her mom and the guy said if you tell your mom anything i'm gonna kill both you and your mom the mother came into the room and when she came back into the room, she asked the man, why is your shirt off? And he's like, oh, um, he said, oh, I was hot and, you know, was taken off. And he's like, oh, but I gotta go. I gotta, the mom's like, you gotta go. You just got, he's like, yeah, I, I, talk, I gotta go and get her some more stuff. That's what he said. And the little girl, when the guy left, she started explaining to the mom what was happening in this video. And the mom said, why would he do that? And she told the little girl, you the one that is walking around here in your little tight shirts and your little tight pants mind you this child in this video is like around maybe 11 12 if she's that old and the mom is telling her you were here doing your little tiktok videos in your tight pants and your tight shirts and whatever and the little girl said but mom you bought me those clothes 
<laughs> and it's so funny to me because, yeah, how did the child get the little shorts and the little tight clothing if the mom didn't buy it for her because the child clearly don't have a job? She's like, Mama, you bought me those clothes. She's like, oh, so it's my fault now. And that's where the, the video ended. But the video ended with the guy who, who was doing the little skit coming on and talking about the mom choosing the side of the, the man, the stranger, over her child. And many times that happens in Caribbean households, especially in the single parents' home, single parent households where the mom has a boyfriend and the boyfriend chooses to molest the child. It could even, it don't have to be a little girl all the time. Majority of the times it's the little girl. But our little boys are being molested in households as well. This is the thing right now that's happening, being very prevalent. And so it's a big stigma a lot of times in in Caribbean households, this idea that you don't talk about this stuff that is happening to you. It's especially sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is swept too many times under the, the, the rug. You don't know what your parents went through because they don't talk about certain things. But you can look within your family and you see certain things this is not right. You can see certain patterns and you be like, yo, something is not right here. But because parents don't talk about situations, you don't know. You are left to speculate of what happened and what took place. And this is something as Caribbean people, we need to break that stigma as black people in general, because it's something that takes place a lot of times in our black community. We see this taking place. There's a study, I can't remember where I saw it online, but it was a while ago and they were saying we see sexual abuse in the community because it's something that was engrafted in, in, in blacks from slavery where boys were forced to sleep with their sisters, men were forced to sleep with their mothers in order to break them down so that they can control them and manipulate the slaves in, in those early days. Generational sins can be engrafted into onto the DNA where it's, it, it happened so many times in the generation that future generations may repeat the pattern without even understanding why they're doing certain things. I've got the term what they call it. I don't know what the issue is, but I know it's something that is prevalent in a lot of our households in Caribbean descent. It's something that needs to be talked about in the open, something that needs to be put a stop into. Parents need to stop hiding these offenders. Yes, it may be your brother. Yes, it may be your father that did it you know the child's grandparent don't hide them report these things to the authorities there are laws on the books in the caribbean all across this world about sexual abuse of a minor and yet it still happens over and over and the victim is the one that is being blamed we blame the children for being children for being too friendly we blame children innocent children we blame them for being children and for being innocent and so because as adults, you blame the child for the situation that took place. The child now in turn will begin to also blame themselves. Because if mommy and daddy is saying it's my fault, it has to have been my fault. If mommy and daddy are saying, you know, I'm the one, I'm the bad one, then therefore I'm the bad one. So what goes on in this household, stays in this household, is needs to be done away with. We need to get rid of that thought that says what goes on in this household stays in this household. Stop living in denial and believing that 
because you don't want to acknowledge certain things within your household is not there. Because living in denial doesn't mean that the situation is not taking place. Look, look around and realize that, you know, your situation is not the only situation that is taking place because there are numerous households in the Caribbean region where this is taking place and understand that, you know, you're not alone in the situation. Even though you may feel embarrassed that you know, a family member has abused your child sexually, majority of the time sexually, don't feel as if to say that you are the only one. You're not the only one. There are a lot of people in the same situation. So allow your children to talk about, report to whoever, whoever authority in your country you need to report the matter to, report the matter to the authorities and listen give your children the space to you know to talk about it you know talk even though they have told you the situation once that's not gonna be the end of it because within the mind of the child they need to process whatever took place and so you're gonna have to sit down and listen to them for days talking about what happened and you can't say you don't tell the child, oh, oh my God, you know, you entire talk that, that now it already happened. No, you got to situate, you must situate, listen to the children, process through their feelings and find some way of getting counseling. Find counseling for your children and allow them to go and talk to a mental health expert. I know they have mental health experts right now in the Caribbean because you know, you know the world is being updated. So I I know there are people, um, different organizations, you know, where you can go and find information. Find information that can help your children where they can talk and find where you can talk as well because you, the parent, are also traumatized. Believe it or not, you yourself are going to be asking questions such as how did I allow this to happen to my child and you're going to feel this sense of guilt. So you as well are going to be needing some form of emotional support to get you what took place to your children. But definitely get rid of the idea that says what goes on in this household stays in this household because if everything that takes place in the household, stays in the household, nobody's going to be helped. And sometimes it takes one person stepping out and beginning to talk about the the things that is happening in the home that, that is not right for others to basically see that they are not alone and to begin to talk about these, these disgusting things that happen to children a lot of times in households. My encouragement to you today is to seek out help and allow your children the space and the ability to talk. This podcast is mostly about giving children a voice because a lot of times children, they don't have voice. They have a voice, yes, but they are not allowed to voice their opinion. Children need a space to voice their opinion in healthy ways. At times, children, you know, they can say things out of turn. But this is where, as parents, you come in to teach them to discipline them in in the in the skill of communication, so that they, like we talked about last week, they know what conversations they can have an input in and what conversation they are not allowed to have an input in. 
but they need to have the ability to communicate with you as an adult, not just with their peers. They need to have the ability to speak to you, the adult. And if they have the, uh, they are given the space and the grace to talk to you, the adult, about every and everything. You are growing a child that will go up into adulthood that is very healthy in their communication skills, and they are able to get in touch with their feelings and their emotions. It starts from young. A lot of us grew up in the Caribbean household when we're not taught how to handle our emotions. And so kept our emotions on the inside and it wasn't healthy. And so we grew up becoming toxic individuals. So we are going to break this cycle and allow children to have healthy boundaries in order to express themselves and to grow up into being healthy, well-rounded human beings. We don't just want them educated and being smart, but we want them to be whole, holistically. We want them to be whole mentally, emotionally, physically, and even sexually. We want them to be whole individual. We don't just want book smart individuals because we. a lot of times we take because a person is very book smart that this person is whole and that is so far from the truth because you can be book smart and intelligent but have the emotional um, fortitude of a five-year-old don't let intellectual smartness fool you into believing that that person is a well-rounded individual we are all we know how to compartmentalize so and as human beings we are so multifaceted that we can put a trauma in on the backbone and keep it there for years, completely forgetting about that trauma until something triggers it. We want whole individuals in all areas of their lives. And now to close out today's episode, we are going to be reading our poem. As, as promised, I'm going to be reading this poem at the closing of every podcast because it speaks to what I want this message to of what I want this podcast to be about, which is giving children a voice, giving them the ability to speak and to be heard. And it says, Take a moment to listen today to what your children are trying to say. Listen today, whatever you do, or they won't be there to listen to you. Listen today, whatever you do, or they won't be there to listen to you. Listen to their problems, listen to their needs, praise their smallest triumphs, praise their smallest deeds, tolerate their chatter, amplify their laughter, find out what's the matter, find out what they're after. But tell them that you love them every single night. And though you scold them, be sure you hold them tight. Tell them everything's alright, tomorrow's looking bright. Take a moment to listen today to what your children are trying to say. Listen today, whatever you do. And they will come back to listen to you. This is O.R. Balls, the Vinci Girl, Sensational Butterfly Queen, signing out for today's episodes of Their Caribbean Parent 2.0 Podcast. I will see you in our next episode.